Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Grimdark Tales podcast. Hello. Uh, I'm joined again by Jordan. Uh, Jordan is uh, directly in front of me. You may know him from past episodes uh, of this podcast, as well as our battle reports and various videos that we'll be releasing. Uh, and I am Eric, the the other person that's been in things so far for this channel. Uh, that makes uh, two of us. Just us here. Just, okay. just the two of us here. Hopefully soon we'll be joined by couple other people that uh are regulars friends of the of the of the channel but we'll see we'll see when they get on here i'd love to have some more some more friends mm-hmm. i'm desperate for friends for friends for yeah. more friends yeah it's it's lonely here sometimes mm-hmm. in this room that the two of us live in alone because mm-hmm. we only talk to each other when we're doing these podcasts which is it's sad it is sad. yeah the room it's what do you think? Maybe eight by twelve. Yes, it looks like something like that. Yeah, yeah. Eight by twelve, and we just we record these maybe once a week, and the rest of the time we just stand. We just stand here quietly yeah. and wait for mm-hmm. I don't know inspiration to strike. Yeah. Or... yeah. So the big FAQ two came out. It's out. It's out. Yep. It uh, just came out last week, uh, as of us filming this. We wanted to get right on it with releasing something. I know that a lot of people have already released their their take on these things, but yeah. figured if you want to hear the two of us say something... This is the place to hear it. It's true. We wanted to do it earlier, but uh, life got in the way. It did. So here we are now. It's it's far too late at this point. Yeah. Um, we should probably just call it. We're just probably just going to yeah. close Thank up shop. Thank you for tuning in, guys. It's been a great episode. So... Um, with the new stuff that they've released, mm-hmm. there have been some really substantial changes. There have. And there have been some subtle ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to just start with maybe going over some of the big ones that they have? or um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like probably a lot of people listening are familiar. You've probably read the FAQ, so obviously I don't want to like, bore you with it. But, yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll just go over, like, they finalized some match play rules. They finalized the Battle Brothers rule, Mm -hmm. which was the one where your detachments could only contain units that shared a faction keyword that wasn't one of the big overarching ones like Chaos, Imperium, Eldari, Inari, Tyranin. So you can't mix and match, you know, Space Marines and Imperial Guard and whatever within your your same detachment. Yeah. Um, And... That's sort of their answer to soup, which yeah, this seems to be sort of their ongoing attempt to battle the yeah. the rise of soup doesn't really um as far as I can tell, well, we were just talking earlier, we thought that that was always the rule, yeah, it was only until we like just literally just before this read the rule book again that we were like, oh, that wasn't the rule. Yeah, I mean, I remember them coming out with this as a as a beta rule yeah. um, earlier saying, this year and being like, oh, that's how we just played it. Mm-hmm. But I never looked into what they actually changed exactly. Yeah. I just knew that we didn't have to change anything yeah. we were doing. Yeah, we just thought to be Battleforged, you had <laughs> to be all Astra Militarum or all. Yeah. But it doesn't really... Um, a lot of people have said accurately that it really doesn't stop soup because... If you're, you know, if you're trying to take 
you know, an Astra Militarum brigade for the CP, you do that, and yeah. then you take another detachment, and then if you want, you take a third detachment. They yeah. can all be a different. Um, they can all be a different keyword, and it's yeah. still legal. You're still getting all your CP. You're still getting all your special rules. Yep. Um. So it doesn't. To me, it doesn't answer the soup question, and I'm really not sure. They, like they when they went to tournaments, they must have still seen that even with this beta rule, mm-hmm. it was still everywhere. So I'm not sure why they think it did. Yeah, I I think this this is going to be something I think that we come back to is the the idea that Games Workshop keeps saying they're attempting to to battle the the soup problem, yeah, but that they're doing it in very incoherent ways. Yeah, um, we definitely will. There's some other changes they made relating to it that I'm, I'm sure we'll touch on because yeah. they're significant. They're just, they're yeah, weird. yeah, yeah. So I guess we can just go down the line of yeah. like the other changes. Yeah, we can hop on we'll the next. Wrap back around. Yeah, so the next rule is the psychic focus rule, mm-hmm. which um, basically each psychic power attempted once per turn um, rather than once per psyker per turn, which I guess I had never realized once per psyker per turn was the rule. I always thought it was... I thought it was once, once per turn, per too. Turn, I guess we were just playing the game as if they'd already created yeah. it. Maybe we were up from the future and we don't yeah. know it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they accepted the Grey Knights and the Thousand Suns from the increasing um, difficulty of Smite, where you add one each time you attempt it to the yeah. casting value. Um, so... Yes, the, I think that's a fine. The Brotherhood of Psychers and the yeah. other one. Um, there's It's a weird one for me, I guess. I think for some armies who have really powerful psychic powers, mm-hmm. like, you know, it doesn't really hurt, so it's fine. Yeah. I think for other armies, like, for me as a Grey Knights player, yep. I've always felt like being only being able to cast your power once per turn, it's like... Not to go off on all things about Grenades, but it definitely pay a lot of points for the fact that each Grey Knight is a Psyker. Yep. And basically, when functionally all you can do is cast Smite with each unit mm-hmm. with 12-inch range, and it only does one mortal wound, you know, that's it's nice, for yeah. sure. I'm yeah. not complaining, but, like, you know, it limits the utility of a unit like um, the, the heaviest, the Purgation Squad, mm-hmm. where, like, if all your Purgation Squads could cast astral aim yeah. it's still not good but like th- it's suddenly you're like oh i can do something cool with that. yeah 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 whereas like having just one you're like okay you know i can hide like a dreadnought with last cannons and he can shoot um and that's really cool yeah but you can only do it with obviously you don't want a whole army of guys who are hiding complete line of sight blocking doing this but right. like you know what I'm saying yeah like, yeah if and... you're playing eldar you have so many great powers that you're oh like, yeah one for once per turn, who it's cares? Fine. I've got yeah, yeah. 30 powers I want to cast. Yeah, it's crazy. So, but but again, I think that's a good beta rule. I yeah, like yeah. They, or it's not a real rule now. I it's like that now they accepted real, yeah. Thousand Suns and Grey Knights from the Smite because mm-hmm. that was definitely like. Yeah, as if it was. The Grey Knights needed another nail. In the it was a required exemption, I think, that, yeah. the, that the Grey Knights not have this. I mean, like, that's such a fundamental aspect of Grey Knights. If you if you were to punish them for trying to do a one 
mortal wound <laughs> max capacity smite on on all their squads and at a certain point it's becoming like oh you need 15 to yeah, get this or something it's you like, have to peril Steve yeah you have to peril to get it like it's just it's ridiculous but and yeah. and also you know there's narrative play for people who want right. to yeah or open play for people who want to keep doing yeah. the 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 more or just keep doing you know, the same yeah. power over from a competitive again. play standpoint i think it's it's good because it means they can if they look at grants and say they need more psychic power options they can add potential you know if they want to they can add more powers yeah and they can sort of you know if a power is very strong and has a yeah. high warp it's fine it sort of balances itself by having right. that and you aren't able to just be like well i'll try again and again and again so <laughs> yeah. it's probably good um good rule not that big a deal i don't think anyone was upset by it in no, the first place. No, and, think it I makes think it's sense. good now. Yep. And the last one is um, the targeting characters rule, mm. which I think is a little weird. It's weird. It's the one. It's basically character um, characters with the wounds characteristic less than ten can only be chosen as a target in the shooting phase if it is visible and the closest enemy. Ignore other enemy characters um, with a wounds characteristic of less than ten when determining closest but as far as i understand that can still lead to the situation where like a unit is in a building five inches from you yeah and you can't see it yeah and a character is six inches from you in the open and you can't shoot at the character that's to me it's like yeah why not just say that it's like why not just say that the closer unit has to be visible right like i get that maybe there's some fantasy circumstance where someone could exploit that by being like oh i'm gonna put my unit here so i can't see your but like <laughs> no, that's your own I mean, fault if you positioned yeah. your character badly yeah and now he's getting shot because your opponent took advantage of that yeah you should have screened your character i think the only defense of this really is that they're attempting to give characters plot armor mm-hmm. i don't think it has anything to do with with real yeah. yeah anything real i would be inclined to agree with that yeah and and it is weird it's super weird because you can do gamey things now yeah. where you can hide yeah. your character behind a unit that is hidden and yeah. it's like right. you know that <laughs> no one ever sees that right. that unit that is right. blocking the so shot you've now, you've now basically protected your character with a unit that also can't be shot. Right. And it's You've just, just like, made both immune. It's it's from a fluff perspective. It like, I get the whole, the, their original sell of that targeting characters rules was like, Oh, in the swirling melee, you can't pick out this one guy, yeah. which like I, f- from a gameplay perspective, I like it. I like it too. From a narrative perspective, you probably can pick out that guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, especially if he's, you know, like... They're so often him. so unique looking you know, like, and really big. You can and, see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, fair enough. I think from a gameplay perspective, it's great. Because if you didn't have it, people would just shoot your characters off the board. Yeah. It wouldn't be fun. Right. Um, But, like, yeah, when you get in the situation of, like, you're willing to make that stretch. But at some point, like... I the, know. The story is still part of it. Yeah, and you're... if my squad's standing there and they're like... The Space Marine captain's bearing down on us, but we've heard that there's a unit of tactical Marines that's closer over here. Yeah. We can't see them, but we're told that they're a little bit closer. They'll be occupying our like, thoughts. In... So we are just going to hold our fire. Yeah. Like, don't shoot. Yeah. Why? Yeah, it's, why? It's absurd. Like, they're about to open up, and like, they over the Vox, you hear their captain, yeah. like, no, there's a heat signature in the building next to you. Yeah. Don't shoot at anything. Don't shoot at anything. Okay. Hold your fire. There's something else here in the, on the battlefield <laughs> yeah. somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's the silly. suspension of disbelief it's reaches a, a, bit, a, a breaking super point. Easy change to just be like, 
the closer unit. Yeah, it's really weird that they specifically did it that way as opposed to the other way because, like, not only is that way more ridiculous, but I feel like it allows for more gamey things to happen. And, like, you should have to be careful with your characters, you know? Like, that just, it makes you sort of immune from having to worry about i don't know it's i keep like looking back at it because i'm like (laughs) we must be understanding it wrong yeah but it doesn't say (laughs) it doesn't say that the enemy unit that's closer has to be but there's nothing in the wording no says that no so i think we're understanding right i'm sure it's a bit silly yeah it's very strange anyway the next one is a big one i know a lot of people are talking about it i think it's super interesting um it's the tactical uh reserves change Mm-hmm. Where you now not only can Deep Strikers not come in until turn two out of your deployment zone, they also they can't come in at all. Right. Um, and they also changed all the stratagems, like um, yeah, any of the um, the Raven the Guard, Raven Guard one, or Ad, this, um, Alpha um, Legion Stiges. one. Yep, the Admech one. They've changed them all to be um, like, for example, the Raven Guard one is now. Um, at the start of the first battle round, you can move your unit up yeah. to nine inches, yeah. uh, which is still good. Uh, can't end within nine inches of an enemy model. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's sort of like a scout scout move. It's a scout move, yeah. Um, I, I think I think they more or less changed all of them to be that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely it's a huge it's change. It's a huge change, yeah. It's really hard for me to say, like, blanket statement, is it good, is it bad? Yeah, I mean, because it's affected everyone, sort of yeah. unilaterally. It's affected most armies. And it affects, I feel like it affects every army differently. Yes. Like, if I'm thinking about it as a Grey Knights player, yeah, I'm like, ah, oh, beans. Because you have, you pay so many points mm-hmm. for that army-wide, mostly army-wide deep strike ability. Yeah. Um, you're so fragile. Mm-hmm. You have so few units that to, like... Obviously, there are ways like you can spam the um, interceptors mm-hmm. um, as the half that starts on the board, and you know there were ways around it before. Now they're they're not really as good because you don't necessarily want to be relying on your handful of interceptors surviving. But yeah. it creates problems for those armies that are really fragile and have to close the distance. Right. Um, for other armies, like when I think about my guard that have like a scion support element, sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not. It changes the way you play, but it doesn't break the army. Right. Now you just bring in that support on turn two. Yeah, which um, is sort of, I mean, as of when this was a beta rule, yeah, it was sort of what we were doing. It was doing. what you're doing anyways yeah. with a lot of those armies because it's. I think the biggest hit is going to be for assault armies, Yep. Um, Blood Angels, Grey Knights, etc. Yep. Um, I mean, with the beta rule, they were already hurt in this way, but now that they're saying... Yep, it's official. You know, okay, yeah. this is how I have to live now. Yeah, yeah, we all have to adapt um, to it. And it's hurting the players who are doing things like um, you could do with Necrons, Grey Knights, um, Eldar, Dark Eldar. Use a stratagem to keep something in Deep Strike. You could still safe. drop it in your zone. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. As as we were... Which is a bit of a... When I first got my bummer. Dark Eldar, when I first built my Drakari army, which is unpainted so you haven't seen it you guys won't see it probably for a while, <laughs> a, a while. but um i was really excited when the jacari book came out i was like oh man they feel so interesting and unique these new detachments and stuff anyway i bought a jacari army 
I bought um, four units of scourges. Mm-hmm. I decided like, oh, th- these guys are so cool. They're not even like, I'm not even using them in a way I think is like the strongest. I just, I just really like the idea of these guys coming in on wings and yeah, like cool. with these big, huge dark lances and yeah. stuff. Like really interesting and splinter cannons and stuff. But um, I was doing a thing where I would just keep them in reserves right. and then turn one, I would drop them in my deployment right. zone keep them safe. and they would just keep, cause they're so fragile yeah. and, and I just wanted to keep them safe. And then yeah. now I have to put them down or I have to wait. And it's like, that's a, it's a huge change. It's a problem, especially for, I think for, I think the scourge is a great example because it's, it's sort of a suboptimal unit like yeah. for me i would use the monolith right and you had you had to keep it in deep strike yeah because it would it would just get you, killed that first if turn. you got second turn it was there's so as long as, joke as, long as you're going against like, an army that has a normal or more amount, amount of, of anti-tank, anti-tank yeah. it will be killed yeah so you keep it in deep strike boom come in turn one yeah. you, you know you weren't you aren't playing aggressively with your monolith because right. you can't disembark you can't do the stratagem with it to move troops out of it right um at the end of the movement phase when you've deep so you couldn't exploit it yeah it was very fluffy yeah you know that's a hit for sure yeah yeah, um, yeah. to units like obviously tournament player they don't care no one's using monoliths on tournament. <laughs> right. but you know there's a re- the reason they're not though <laughs> isn't because like the model the monolith has some like cancer and it'll no. like you know break your sucks. army it's because they've made a, a system in which the monolith is uh, is inoperable it's because awful. it's an unsustainable model but because, it's so cool yeah it's so it's cool, so cool. Um, but yeah. and I love you know maybe in a camp in a campaign game we'll have to use it oh, because yeah, I yeah. love its um I love that ability they brought back from. I can't remember if it was a thing in seventh, but I remember some edition I played in where the monolith could do the transporting thing. And it was oh yeah, cool. it was awesome. Yeah, um, maybe it wasn't seventh. I think I it was even third. My monolith. Yeah, but, I'm pretty sure they had something yeah. like that in third yeah. edition. So like, cool. Yeah, so cool. Um, but yeah, overall, I, mean, I feel like that's maybe one of the one of the biggest ones. Um, yep. I do very think, big. I do think there's a part of me that's like. That's good because mm-hmm. I remember a point at which I would be watching, you know, list building videos, listening to podcasts, whatever. Yeah, and people would just be like, "Oh yeah, this is my, you know, this is my bomb, and this is my castle, and that was it." Yes, and I was like, "I don't want every list in the game. Like every time somebody puts a list up, it's like, all right, well, if I'm playing chaos, here's my cultist bomb. Yeah, like, here's my blood letter bomb. Yeah, like, it was well, everything. That's like, that's yeah, not, and that's not." Leading to an army. I mean, a it's not leading to fun games. It's right. just like who gets to drop their bomb first. Yeah, yeah. But like, also from a purely, when I'm, one of my favorite things about list building is I want to see like, oh, what's this? What stamp has this person put on? Yeah, exactly. The their like, signature. Yeah, you know. yeah. And and I feel like um, Games Workshop is at least right in that regard. Where yes, they the want, part of this was that they wanted to more unique lists yeah. to come out of this, and I think yeah. that's gonna, absolutely going to happen. It's going to be a change, but. And the fact that it affects every army is like, yeah. okay, that's at least, you know, there's yeah. there's some level of justice to that. But I but do think... But when you think back to 7th, like, yeah. maybe they'll make some sort of exception. Because in 7th, de- sec- second turn deep strike was the rule. Yeah. Um, you started rolling for it. Except and I'm the so... Exception with the... With the Nemesis Marines. Strike Force yeah. and um, the Space Marine... The Hammer. Um, there was some formation for Raven Guard, Sky and hammer. I think... Skyhammer? Yeah, there were a couple of drop pod assault type ones yeah, where you yeah, could yeah. do a first turn. Cool. 
Yeah. I obviously don't want to see a return to that. And nope. I don't want to see too many like exceptions being made. Right. But I think the difference between formations and like the current Grey Knights is Grey Knights are paying points. Yeah. To be to deep strike across the board. Yes. Like you pay for that already. Yeah. So losing that basically de- it destroys an army that was all already kind of in a rough spot. Yeah. Whereas yeah. like. You know, if I'm an Eldar player or, mm-hmm. or a Guard player or a Necron player, mm-hmm. obviously I'm like, ah, beans. Like, I would have liked to be able to hide my destroyers in Deep Strike if yeah. I'm playing that, yeah, yeah. that um, dynasty. But I can get around it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can, you know, I can put them in cover, whatever. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. It's, uh, yeah. There, I mean, there's some. It's a big one. It's a huge change. That I think also the fact that. As always was the case, if it's not in by third turn, it's destroyed. Mm-hmm. Means that the tactical flexibility of yeah. reserves now is so yeah. it's down it's to turn. Such a small window. Yeah. It's like because realistically, you're not gonna wait till turn three, right? So now you're bringing them because before, honestly, when it was one or two, yeah, there were still plenty of times I waited until turn two, yeah, because it was like. Yeah, there turn one times the, the opponent's screening was all there. Right, once they're you, out of position, right. you want to wait for them yeah. to be like off their. Because on turn one, you don't necessarily have the best. Uh, if you're an assault army mm-hmm. and you just need to get in, yeah, and you're looking at their screening and you're like, "What? I'm going to get in. I'm going to destroy the screen. I'm going to try to consolidate." Right, like you've got tricks up your sleeve. Yeah, um, which with the changes to fly, which we'll probably talk about in a minute, yeah. you kind of don't even have those tricks. I know to the same degree anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you had that option, like you could drop something turn one, you yep. could like make a hole, you could drop something turn two. Yep. If you were playing an army that wasn't assault, a lot of times turn two was the better turn because you would shoot. You'd basically create a situation where the opponent had to move. They couldn't screen everything. That was such a cool thing about Tau. Yeah. The beta strike thing, because yeah. you could, you could basically lure them into yeah. coming out and yeah. then... They had to move because they couldn't just sit there behind a screen. Yeah. The Tau would shoot them off the yeah. table. And then once they're drawn it. out, you can yeah. react to it. Drop a crisis suit down with fusion yeah. and blast. Or so for, an art, for a Tau army, it doesn't hurt the change. Right. Like, it's you basically can... the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the, the problem is yeah. that armies like Tau and they Imperial Guard <laughs> are were already at an advantage and combat right. armies are struggling. Yeah. And, and, and Deep Strike rules were a way for them to... To right. circumnavigate the insane danger of crossing yeah. the table. Well, when I think about like when I think about um, list building, yeah, and like the changes, I haven't really thought about screening since the changes to the beta deep strike. Right, I know because I'm like, oh, whatever. It. Yeah, I can just on turn one, I'll just like either I'll do depending on my army, I'll do so much damage that it doesn't matter right. anymore. Like if I'm playing guard against an like space marines or yeah you know like i'll sh- I'll shoot you off the board right just, just i'll just win you. on turn one yeah, like yeah. I've, i'll bring a couple of basilisks a couple man like it's not i don't even play like a hard guard no. list but if you're playing blood angels yeah what are they gonna it's do it's enough yeah. like i can do so much damage in turn one that like the other half of your army that's coming down in turn two they like, won't have support okay f- yeah it's... destroy a third of my army in your charge yeah. and then i'll just fall back just and still kill you. win yeah like, it's, it's not a problem it's so so it's so hard for yeah. combat armies right now like yeah. i have a i have a tyranids army that is like basically entirely combat mm-hmm. it's it's 
it, there's almost no shooting in it. And I feel like that army has been very consistent because I don't rely on the deep striking. Yeah. So like across the board. that army has literally just always functioned yeah. the same, just the same. sprint and charge. And yeah. um, it's not like the strongest army ever, but it's like, it's just very consistent. Like, yeah. and, and I, I like that about it, but like, imagine if I was relying on trigons, uh, right. or right. it would it's completely change yeah. and it would, and yeah. in a bad way. And yeah. like Tyranids that w- any army where you're relying on that to win is like, yeah. it's a, or it's to, a gamble. We should say to have a chance. Right. Cause it's yeah. not like, yeah, you're not like, Oh, I'm going to drop in and win. Cause right. you're still looking for above average rolling on the charge. Like, yeah. As a Grey Knights player, again, you need a nine. I can say Even with like, the reroll, with you the need re-roll, a nine. It still usually doesn't happen. Yeah, like it usually doesn't happen. So, <sighs> um, yeah. But let's move on to the next one. Yeah, which um, the new beta match play rules. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a new one, which I think is really cool. It's a new stratagem where if you are going second, yep, you can spend two CP and you gain the benefit. Of cover, even yes. if you aren't in cover, um, with the exception of Titanic units. Yep, I think that's really cool. Big fan of that. Um, I'm a little bummed that it's two CP. Yep, because I think the armies that desperately need it. Yep, are I should count this in my. If you're playing a pure Codex army, yes, the armies that desperately need this. Yep, are. Probably going to be the more elite armies that have less CP. If you're someone who's playing a soup army, Mm -hmm. like you're probably running a guard brigade, and you've got a ton of CP that you don't care about, and two CP is nothing. Right. But we, in our group, we only play. We're purists. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't say that. Like, I'll I've done lists where I have like an allied inquisitor with. Well, you have an inquisition force. I mean, like I have a gray knights and inquisitorial stormtroopers. Yeah, that's there's a difference. I do think that's different. (laughs) The word soup has become a very dirty word, specifically because it means the same thing every time. Yeah, which is what like a knight. um, Yeah, knight three blood knight three blood angel smash captains and a guard brigade. So you have all the CP you want. You have the big, huge, nasty guys, and then you have these super disruptive um combat leaders yeah. but it's like that's... there are very fluffy super forces armies. that are made up of multiple imperial factions yeah the imperium so... is historically always yeah. used multiple factions in conflict zones it makes yeah. perfect sense yeah but which yeah. um yeah maybe this is a good opportunity to talk about um like on like tabletop tactics did there mm-hmm. talk about the big faq and they proposed a solution which I think is like it's really interesting and it's maybe the the best one, which is basically you pick like a warlord, mm-hmm. that's your faction, you generate CP with that faction, yeah, and you can use that faction stratagem. Yeah. And you can take allies, but you don't gain CP. Yeah. Them. I think from like a tournament perspective, yes. that's probably the answer. It's it's probably the most elegant solution for yeah. a tournament scene. And I then obviously I think if you're doing narrative stuff, like if you're doing something like allying a vanguard detachment of stormtroopers yeah. with you know, Grey Knights and you're taking, and you know, maybe in your play group you can say, hey, I'm not generating crazy amount of CP. I'm not abusing a stratagem. Like, do you guys mind if I have that extra CP and right. use both? And I can't in our group, I know no one would be like, no. Yeah, of course well, not. Of course you can. Like, yeah. it's a very 
It's an army it's that fits a theme. Yeah. Like, it's very cool. There's nothing being abused. There's nothing gamey or weird about it. So, it's just... Yeah, yeah like, the, the, I feel like that's, that's absolutely a valid, a valid point to raise is, like, the the soup we've been seeing in, in tournament lists is a is a thing that is it's a specifically designed exploit yeah. to make you win tournaments. We do. If you soup. brought that to a friendly, like I would, I'd just be like, no, man, I don't need to see this battle play yeah, out. Like, like we know what's going to happen. <laughs> if you're just here to win, we can just say yeah. you won. Yeah. Like I don't I'm care not about gonna, that. I don't have a chance. But I I. I mean, I I love playing games yeah. where it's hopeless. Just like, sometimes it's super. Interesting. I like a challenge. Yeah, like I I like playing against like we used to play seventh edition mm. with your Tau gun line against my Raven Guard. Yeah, and it was like ridiculous. They were absurd games. Yeah. It was like it went one way or the other. Yeah, it happened in one, like. Yeah, it was. It wasn't know, even always was one person winning. Yeah, it was interesting. It was uh, that was a really interesting. Yeah. I remember there was one game just quick. Side yep. note. Where, I hope it's the one I'm thinking of. I'm sure it is. Where uh, Jordan had a unit of um, assault marines with uh, storm shields. <laughs> yes. And um, I had my entire Tau gun line was in range of each other with the uh, the rule to support fire. And Jordan attempted a charge. It was a long charge. He got, he rolled in 12, which he needed, I think, yeah. because that's all Jordan ever does is successfully make impossible <laughs> charges. And then I fired at him with everything, <laughs> everything. I had. I think there was a riptide, a storm a, surge. Some, I think there were three broadsides. Yeah. There were like two Crisis fire warrior suits. squads. It was Who's basically insane. two-thirds of my army yeah. fired at Overwatch yeah. on you. And you you rolled, I think you passed 27 three-up yeah. involved saves. Yeah. I needed to make... <laughs> Basically, I needed to make 28 saves on my one storm shield, yeah. and then I had no armor saves left. Yeah. And I one at a time rolled 27. The 28th failed, so he died, and then the and rest then your of the whole unit squad was fine. Went in, and then you made it in, and you and were, just spread that was through it. your army. That was the end of the game. Yeah, yeah it was un. That was funny. Believe anyway. Um, so funny game. That was yeah. That was an utterly ridiculous but yeah, game. Prepared positions. Yes. It's 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 really cool. It's a great idea. Uh, and I two think, CP is costly for yeah. some armies. What I'd love to see is a future rule where they limit you to g- picking your generating your stratagems yeah. and your CP from a single codex. Yes. Um, and then I'd love to see this dropped one CP. Yeah. And then I think armies like you know pure Blood Angels army mm-hmm. where. You maybe have less stuff on the ground. It's you need to keep it alive. Um, losing turn one to a gun line it yeah. really hurts. So you spend one CP, mm-hmm. which doesn't hurt quite as bad for those armies that maybe only have like six or eight. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think it's great at one CP because the armies like guard that have a ton of CP, yeah, they don't need. Like, yeah. It... We, you know, it doesn't matter. You right. don't need to penalize them by being like spend two CP because they already right. don't really care if they lose. Yeah, yeah. A lot of guys like. And speaking of penalizing the wrong group for the problem for like a problem yes. that's happening in the meta, there's there's more to that, and we'll yeah. get to it. We'll get to that. Yeah. That's the next page. Okay. So, <laughs> um, but to continue on to the new beta match play. Yes. Rules. There's a new rule, and this one is this is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I have. I like it on a whole. It's the tactical restraint rule. Mm-hmm. Basically, if you have a warlord trade or a relic that lets you roll to refund or regenerate a CP, yep. you can only regenerate one CP per 
battle round this way. So yeah. in in both your turn and turn and your opponent's turn, yep. you can just generate one CP. There's a couple exceptions. Um, moment shackle. I don't even know what that is. That's um the leader of the custodies. Oh, okay. He has a thing yeah. he can do that with once in a game. Um, the sevenfold chant and player of the twilight. And then there's a couple stratagems, feeder tendrils, and agents effect, which you continue to just play them as the wording of the stratagem says. Yeah. So, yep. Um, I think this one, this could be a very positive yeah. thing, or I, it's at least I a step in the right direction. Like it. Yeah. My, my qualm, I guess it's, I shouldn't even complain because I, I still like it. Yeah. Even if, but the weird thing for me is what they say and why they introduced it. They say, because brigades and battalions now get so many CP from our last update, we yeah. need to limit this. Yeah. To which I want to say like, well, it was, that was kind of a dumb. Why didn't you undo your like, update? Yeah. Yeah. Like, a, you know, okay. It's nice to have like extra CP for a battalion if I'm playing like space Marines or something. Yeah. But it would have been nicer to see them. We taught, we touched on this in the, in the first podcast. Yeah. It would have been nicer to see them do something where they updated the number of CP generated to reflect the character and the needs of the army. Right. So like if you're a Grey Knights player, all your stratagems for some reason cost like three CP. Yeah. And you're going to struggle to start the game with more than five. Right. So like, as a Great Knights player, seeing that battalions and brigades get extra. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. There's a there's a reason we keep bringing up Grey Knights. Yeah, uh, Grey Knights. The reason is I play them and they suck. I feel like <laughs> I feel like really Games Workshop literally just needs to look at Grey Knights for a reason as to why there are problems in all of these things. Yeah. Like if if there's a problem in the current system of of Warhammer 40,000, it can probably be found in Grey Knights. <laughs> like, they literally are the the avatar of, like, rules issues and balance yeah. issues in the game. And I, and I, I, as a, I don't play Grey Knights. I completely think that that's true. Like, yeah. there's no doubt in my mind that Grey well, Knights... we should do, I feel like we should do, we've talked about doing some podcasts where we just cover each codex, talk about what we love, what could use them. I think that'd be a great place to go through that book and be like, this is really cool. There's so many cool things. Oh my God. When that so book cool. came out, I was losing my mind. They're so cool. It was one of the first ones. Yep. It was my favorite army. Yep. It's the army that I was playing when I stopped playing like you know, 10 years, you know, took a break, came yep. back, started up with Grey Knights. Yep. Like they weren't in a great place in seventh, eighth came around. They got the book. It was like for a this hot is second awesome. they were awesome. You know, there was yeah. some some little synergies here and there. Yeah. You know, back when you really thought I was under the impression stratagems were gonna be something like you used one or two yeah, a moderately game. supplemental like, because Grey Knights, that's all they right. can do. You got five CP, yeah. you were gonna use like the one for two where you can add yeah. plus one strength. Like you're gonna use a couple and a reroll and that yeah. was that. We had no idea what no. was coming was with like, guard and, and then yeah. And the thing well, we should touch on this. We shouldn't get off track. Anyways, tactical restraint <laughs> limits the amount of CPU regeneration. Mm-hmm. I think that's good yeah. because um, when I play guard, yep. I often feel really dumb if I take anything except Grand Strategist and Kurov's Aquila because it's like... It's so obviously the, yeah. the strongest. Even though this is what I was going to touch on. I don't yeah. think like, yes, guard get a ton of CP, mm-hmm. but... It's kind of like big who cares because they don't... I think we talked about this yeah, in the we did. last part. They don't have a lot of stratagems that you're like, 
time to abuse this CP. Yeah. Like like the Tau. Yeah. Or right. Yeah. If I'm Tau and I'm generating a ton, you I don't want to say it. abuse. You'll still but you run out it. of it by the end of the game. You're going to get a lot yeah. of benefit. Um, so this is going to affect some armies. Like, yep. But again, you know, if you're Tau, it was just pure tide engram chip. You weren't generating, you know, five CP back a turn. Right. It was a, it's mainly a six. An, and... It's mainly an answer to. Um, combining to I assume combining like the Veritas Vitae, yeah. Grand Strategist, Carabs Aquila to generate enormous so many CP. CP yeah. And I think that's good because now, for me as a guard player, I'm not going to feel like I'm throwing away some crazy benefit if I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to take Carabs Aquila. Right. I'm going to take, you know, Laurels of Command, whatever. I'm going to yeah, take yeah, something yeah. else. Yeah. I'm going to go a different direction. Cool. Yeah. Um, I like that. I like when there's not a best in slot. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I think that that's like a healthier game system. Yeah. When there's just one best thing, and I get like from a balance perspective, it's probably hard for Games Workshop to come up with like six relics that all do something of equal right. power. They can't all be right. The and same. and and yeah. the fact is that like stratagems, I think. I mean, I'm I'm guessing, but yeah. it seems like stratagems maybe have become a bigger thin, thing than Games Workshop even intended in the first place yeah when you look at the first books it yeah. seems like they have and the, and um, they took off because people were like oh that's so exciting yeah. and and it gave people this like really interesting on the fly strategic responses yeah. to things which was really that's cool very cool and but the the problem was that like when the codexes first started coming out um you were looking at armies that could maybe do two or three a game yeah and, now you're looking at two and or now three you're a turn. looking at two or three a phase, yeah. like depending on right. the army, depending on the army. Yeah, absolutely. and it's and it's the the problem is that um, some of these you know uh, CP starved armies, like um, space marines, especially Grey Knights, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. and specifically with Grey Knights, it's like when you look at their their strats compared to other um, yeah. books, it's like that should be a one CP strap. Yeah. Like there's no doubt. And in my if mind. they made the gray Knights book now, it probably would. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, yeah. you know, we can just hope that they, that they'll fix that in the future. But yeah, so that's, that's a big change. Mm-hmm. I think, I think of all the things that are going to affect like the soup armies that are considered a problem that might, it's not going to fix it no. because they're starting with so many CP. Yeah. Um, but it's going to, It'll do something. It's something. Yeah, it'll do something. Um, I I don't. I've never faced those armies. Or I, I don't either. follow the tournament scene. Yeah. But I was reading a little bit online, just trying to get my head around it before we did this. Yep. And one guy was saying that he faced the, I guess it's like a knight castle and three smash captains. The classic the soup. Yeah. Uh, he said he faced that. He said he thought this tactical restraint would change a lot because mm-hmm. he was saying they regen, um, like three or four CP, like consistently in each player turn. Yeah. Um. And he was saying that it's not a list that like blows you off the table. It's like a slow burn yeah, list. It's yeah, one that yeah. it needs a number of turns to do the business, and mm-hmm. it relies on. So he said he didn't think it was going to stop that. He said he still thought that would be the best list. Yeah, but he did say he thought it was going to have an impact. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's true. If you have faced that, yeah, let us know what you think. Yeah, I would um, love to. S- if I mean, I don't know. As a casual player, I I like it. I yeah, think it's, I think I mean, it cool. seems. Like a, a smart solution to yeah. something. It's not like fi- it's not fixing the core problem, but yeah. it is just in general probably a healthy thing yeah. for the game. Yeah, I think it just opens it. Like we said, opens the the field up a little bit when you're picking your relics and warlord traits. You might now look at that one that you know, uh, you know, the Katachin one where you can 
do a six inch rock intervention or yeah, something yeah, and be yeah. like, why would I take that? No. Now it's like, ah, eh, screw it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, for fun. Um, so there were also their interim balance review. Yep. They didn't change any points as, um, everyone probably knows. Um, but they did change the CP cost of some stratagems. So I'll just sort of go through them. Mm-hmm. Um, Upon Wings of Fire, the Blood Angel stratagem, which I is that the one that lasts three yes. D six charge? Yeah. So that went up to two CP. Um I think that's I think that's probably a mistake. I think that that um, is not fixing It doesn't fix the problem. Because as we've touched on, not to be a dead horse, they generate their CP with using guard because yep. they don't care about the guard stratagems. Yeah. Um all that does is hurt um it just hurts someone who's playing a straight blood exactly. angels army. This is this is actually literally uh, uh, the opposite direction yeah. of what they should be doing because what they did is they punished <laughs> the blood angels codex. It now encourages soup more. Think, because... Yeah, I mean, think about this. No. This the, they have now made the blood angels codex less capable of dealing with things on its own. Yeah, they've so taken a thing blood it. angels have and they've yeah. made it worse. They've they've what they've done is specifically that problem is fixable by having more cp yeah how do you get more cp you make yeah. a soup list yeah so what they've done is nothing to right. soup lists except um you've just hurt you've hurt blood angels all you've, you've done is hurt blood angels and you've made more, soup more viable you've put you've pushed players towards doing it's that. it's a more enticing thing and than it, ever we talked is, about this um briefly and i'll just mention it here because it is a concern for me um if that's their view to fixing problems, my concern, and this is sort of based on that very early FAQ where a conscript, they were worried. I don't even know if it was happening. The people were worried conscript that conscript thing. spam was going to be a problem. Yeah. So they upped the price of conscripts to the exact same points cost of a guardsman. Yeah. They So they have a literally worse stat line across the board for the yeah. same points. Orders only affect them half the time. Yep. So clearly... You're never going to choose this unit. And then they change the commissar so that all he does is he shoots a guy and you still fail the morale And you still test. fail morale, yeah. So, like, not only did they make... And I I have to say, I wasn't using constructs. I never... I wouldn't because it doesn't fit the fluff. Yeah. But I think that they should be an option. Yeah, it sure. It fits the story of the Makes perfect sense, yeah. And the commissar... Like, how often... I, realism aside, how often do you read a GW book where the commissar execute someone and they all just run anyway anyway like, yeah you don't read that because no. it makes for a, it's a crappy story right you know obviously in real life they'd probably it they might happen. just shoot the commissar they could just kill the commissar, go. which but, is like a what katachins are like famous in, yeah. for doing that yeah. it was just really funny but yeah yeah um you know whatever so my concern is that in the future they're gonna be like oh this is still happening now we need to bump up the points cost of yeah. guard infantry yeah which suddenly guard players are gonna be like well, this is insane. Right. If I'm paying as many, if you're suddenly paying more points for your guard infantry, yeah. What What's the next unit? Are you gonna start taking, you know, Space Marine scouts? Right. Like, it's just gonna get silly if their answer to soup is like, oh, let's pick the one thing from each book that's yeah. like currently being put into the soup, right? And make it unusable. Yeah. Then all you do is encourage different soup, soup. Yeah, yeah, and make each of those pure books exactly. S- Unusable. That's exactly what it is. Um, like I, I, I really hope that this comes across as constructive. Yeah, I don't want to seem like we're, we're just ragging. We're it's just a concern. This is a huge concern, and it's like a fundamental issue regarding the logistics of rules 
construction for this yeah. game. Like we we really 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 hope that we are making it clear we love this game. We yeah. love well, playing we this game. This. We wouldn't be wouldn't doing be this and you wouldn't be here if if we weren't you wouldn't be here listening to us. And like the reason that this matters so much is because like there this is actually the opposite of a fix. Yeah. It's and it impacts the thing is it's an attempted fix to like a tur- like a tournament specific thing. Yes. This is not something you're playing for fun with your friends like right. just tournament specific. But it impacts everyone. Your it impacts the friendly game. Right. Like it impacts your friend who we don't have a Blood Angels player in our group. No. But I I'm a huge Blood Angels fan. Yeah. And if I did have a friend who played Blood Angels, I'd be like, you know, it was like when that commissar change came. I don't want to say obviously like it's a game, but like from the perspective of a player of the game yeah. who loves the hobby, like in that sense, I was devastated. Yes. I was like, no, right. I just built a list around that, that. was very thematic. Yeah. I invented my own regiment with their own story. Yeah. And like the commissars were sort of like leaders and inspirational figures. Yep. And like I had named them and they were a big part of this list. And now right. suddenly like if it was just a matter of like, oh, they're not as good. I would have, that's fine. Right. I'll still take them. Right. But they were actively harming actively the list. worse. So, yeah. like, it wasn't even just, oh, they're worse now. It's like, they were just killing extra They're worse models. than not taking it's, them. Yeah, taking Commissar was worse. So my concern now is what they're going to, they're going to kind of do that to Blood Angels, where now suddenly, like, taking, now playing, like, Blood Angels jump pack stuff. It's yeah. worse than just doing something else, right. because, you know, your stratagem is so expensive. Yeah. Why take you know why take these units yeah, which I mean, like yeah okay maybe that will if you bump it up and up and up and up maybe you'll stop seeing them in soup armies mm-hmm. but you'll also you'll stop seeing blood people angels. playing blood angels yeah. because you know like how you know how many times do i put my granites on the table Th- i mean because as much as i love yeah. them you know the outcome and i don't want to see that happen to blood angels where the someone playing blood angels is like well why put you know why spend the time setting up a game making less painting yeah, yeah. the models because I know it's gonna happen if yeah. you're a hobby player and you're just painting anyways obviously but if you're a, sure yeah. someone who like me I enjoy the game right. and I paint for that like I haven't touched my gray knights in yeah because you, know, you don't you're not inspired because there's army you there's can't, no point play. playing them right you're not gonna have a good game the, the I feel like it's so important to like think like please uh if if somehow games workshop is listening <laughs> like th- I know. think about think about what we just said think about the fact that conscripts became the same price as guard like you made you made a sense. unit whose the purpose of which to be was that unit. it was worse but cheaper yeah. so you could take tons of them yeah then your solution to people exploiting that with yeah. in conjunction with a commissar was to make them be the same price as a unit that's better than them, which means that they will never be taken, literally. Yeah. 100% never. of the time, they'll never be taken. Don't, who's taking Because if you take them, now? then you're bad at making lists at yeah. that point. Like, literally just, just makes bad. makes no sense. And just then, take the same number of a better unit yeah. for the same points. And, and, and in that regard, conscripts are the same model. Yeah. So... Right. As, as far as like, unless you're doing conversion work, like you don't even have to make any purchases. You just, yeah. so Games Workshop isn't making more money. Yeah. You're, you literally have just changed yeah. what you're doing. And I don't, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, then, it's not great. 
and then the commissar is the same thing. Yeah. Like it, it, in con- th- those, both of those fixes and, and thank God they saw. Yeah. They changed the, the commissar, the commissar. back. Yeah. And they lowered his points. Yeah. And I now think the commissar is a use. I think he's where he should be. He's where he should be. He's not too good. No. He's not that bad. No. For 15 points. He does what he does. Maybe I'll take him. Yeah. He might work once in a while. Sure. Cool. It's it's more just like he if you want to build your list around this theme of like these yeah. you know sanctioned officers who keep the yeah. the grunts in line with like this insane level of yeah. of uh, authority, then there's they're they're a great yeah. like fluffy way to do that. And, and now they, it's an option again. I feel like we're getting yes. off track. Sorry, yes, we are. I uh, just I really want to reiterate I, I the constructive think, yes. nature of what and we're trying I think to say. That that change to me. It reminds me a lot of this where yeah. I saw this and I was like, oh no, yeah. like this isn't, this isn't the answer. It's, it's, it's completely in the wrong yeah. direction. Cause again, if you're playing a soup list, you have a million CP to start. Yeah. You don't care. Right. Um, another one, I actually skipped this one, but, um, it's a change to, they didn't change the CP, but they changed the, uh, warp surge stratagem, mm-hmm. um, where your invulnerable save for a unit of demons is improved by one to a maximum a four up and you can't um re-roll them i never played against that particular i didn't either gimmick but i know it was a thing yep i think that seems seems as far as i can tell that seems just like good yeah you know yeah yeah you don't want the return of of death stars that was it wasn't fun in seventh it's not gonna be fun in eighth you don't want it um the other cp changes i think are probably okay you probably know what these stratagems do better than me um I know what a couple of them do. Um, the Oathbreaker Guidance System, which is where you can target a character, character with the missile. Yeah. Um, one up to three CP. I think that's really good. I think it is too. Because. That should not be able to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like more than yeah. once in a game or something. I think honestly, like I'm a little iffy on that even being a thing. Because if you take someone like Gilliman. Yeah. Who I know a lot of people are like, oh, you should be more points. My opinion is that with the current state of Space Marines. Yeah. He's probably. I don't. I still don't really look at him and go like he's worth it. Yeah, I think like he's very. Expensive. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like to know that a knight can just target him, it's like yeah. In there addition goes to the everything, of my army. I know. Um, that's a lot, but you know, so three CP. I think that's probably fair. I think it's um, fair. Order of companions went up to three CP. I don't actually know what that one does. Uh, I don't have the knight's book handy, but I don't either. I don't know what that one is. So no. I don't know if it's fair or not. No. Um. Our Darkest Hour, I think that's the one where you return to life on D3 Wounds. Yeah, I think it is. Um, that one up to 3CP, I that's think... That's probably good. That's very good yeah. because um, I know you can combine it with the Mechanicus one. Yeah. To basically act like you're on full. Yeah, yeah, um, which is great. That's... It's huge. That you know, is if huge. If you lose your knight... You get basically a turn to have it yeah, again, have it which back. is insane. Um, and like, then your opponent still has to shoot out again yeah. and finish it off. Yeah. Um, so, that, like, probably fair. Yeah. Um, Agents of Vect went up to four. I think that's fair. I think, like, I keep waffling. Really? I think it's fair because... It's very expensive. It's so... It's such... Like, when when, it, when they first revealed it, my gut reaction, and my still reaction a lot of time, is like, this shouldn't be in the game. The, it's a not... Agents of Vect is, like... It's probably the most powerful stratagem yeah. in the game. I feel like the thing for me, like, I don't think it's too... I don't think it's too powerful. Right. The thing that it reminds me most of is like seventh edition Tau, where it's just not fun. Yeah, like you where they show have a counter up to everything. In your own 
turn. You deep strike in and they kill you. Interceptor, bro. And you were just like, yeah. why am I here? I remember I, I nuked a, an entire unit with of a single, paladins. With a single blast with template. With a single blast yeah. template from a reptile. You don't need to relive this. I, I'd like to bring it up again real quick. But I'm just kidding. That's my feeling. Agents of Vect, like, yeah. in a tournament, sure. In a friendly game, where it's like, yeah. I think we played a game where I was playing Space Marines, mm-hmm. which, like, I think I used, like, Hellfire Shell. I felt bad. Because, like, it's like I, I literally, like, <laughs> you didn't even have anything good enough for me to waste yeah. Agents of Vect on. Yeah. And, it, and I still just used it because I was, it. I had it and I was winning so hard it was yeah it was like it was like i might as well just suppress your attempts like it was so gross yeah Yeah. and having fun so that's my concern with agents i think in a tournament situation four cp legit because armies are built around stratagems now and if and Um, so many armies have this one that's so powerful so like and it definitely means that when you're playing against a dark when you're building your list when you're playing against dark color you know you're going to see them you know you're going to see the stratagem. You have to think about it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. You know, it is what it, for CP, I think. It, now it weighs on the, the Tricari player as well. Like, oh, am for I sure. going to use this? Because um, it's like, this is could be half my CP yeah, in one yeah. go. Or Because now you're sort of weighing like, this stratagem that the opponent's using has to be good enough yeah. for you to do that. Exactly. Whereas on 3 CP, I feel like it was t- just below that point of... Mm-hmm. It didn't hurt quite enough. I know. Um, so it I should be good. so costly to do. And yeah. um, didn't they change... Did they change a, another piece of the wording yeah, there? Yeah, so they changed the wording of that. So now a Cabal of the Blackheart unit from your army has to be um, on the battlefield. So it can't be used before the battle or during deployment. Yeah. Or obviously um, if all your units are uh, destroyed. Yeah, I um, am a fan of that. Yeah, I think that makes sense because yeah. who's using that stratagem? Right. Um, there is, I don't want to go too long. Sorry, everyone, if we're boring you. I think, I think they're so entertained. I hope you're entertained. Yeah. There's one more Are you thing, not entertained? Um, that I want to cover. I yes. don't know if there's others that you want to cover. Um, but there's one, because I think it pertains to, sadly, to Blood Angels. Yep. Um, and also to a lot of assault armies. I'm and it's assuming. And change to, um, moving. Yep. Um, where they have changed the wording of the fly keyword yep. to specifically say it's only during the movement phase. Yes. I feel like it's weird. Talking about this now, I feel like I remember us trying to figure this out when the rules came out mm-hmm. and trying to decide, like, oh, does it work in the charge phase mm-hmm. as well? Because it is in the movement section, and it says when they move. Yeah. Um, it doesn't say when they charge, but I, I think, like other people, we fell on the side of, well, they can, probably would just apply they to all phases. So they can always go over yeah. So now they've explicitly changed it. It's only in the movement phase. Yeah. And they said that this is in response to um, when a unit deep strikes in and is nine inches away, yeah. say, vertically. Yeah. Um, but it's horizontally zero inches away. So it now has a guaranteed charge. A guaranteed charge. charge. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's what prompted it, but that's, but they wanted this to be the rule all along, yeah. which might be the case, given how it was originally worded, and mm-hmm. now they're just clearing it up. Um, I would have preferred, because we touched on this a little bit earlier, talking yep. about sort of some of the tricks that are um, at the disposal of assault armies. Mm-hmm. I would have pres- preferred, if this is just to stop that deep strike exploitation, mm-hmm. I would have preferred them to just say, 
um, your deep strike has to be nine inches horizontally. Right. Because then you're, okay, there you go. You have to be nine inches. The end. Your fly units, they still need a nine. Yeah. Um, because now this means, from a fluff perspective, which is how I think we always start thinking about things. Yeah. Like, why is my assault marine, he flies up, and then in the last 10 feet, he deactivates his jump pack and runs. Like, yeah. Why? Um, yeah. You know, or like if I'm using gargoyles, they crash to the ground mm-hmm. and just skid in yeah. the last little bit. And if they don't make the charge, like how do you, what, how do I think about that story wise? They just dive bombed and then next turn they'll flap up again and have another go. Yeah. Um, I think the term's dove bomb, Jordan. Yeah, dove bomb. Dove bomb. <laughs> dove bomb. Yeah. Uh, but from a rules perspective, I also think it's a bummer because, like, you know, the the thing they referenced in the community post is assault marines. Yeah. To which I was like, yep. who's using assault marines? <laughs> yeah. Like, when did they see anyone using assault marines? Wait, you're telling me I can I can pay hundreds of points <laughs> for one attack? For a flurry of attack? <laughs> for, for a space marine with one attack? Yeah. That's... With a chainsaw? I'm interested. That's that's compelling. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that maybe they're thinking of like Death Company. Uh, yeah. And which... you know, I've seen a few things pop up um regarding like Harlequins and yeah. how it was designed or was how it's fl- like it brings the flip them down. belt was errated, wasn't it? In the yeah. Harlequins. Someone so they can't flip over. Yeah, the the I think it uh they rewrote yeah. they errated wraiths yeah. too. They errated they everything that they, like yep, would have a fly like word too. It's interesting to me. Yeah. Um some it's so tough. And I don't want to feel like I'm picking on some factions and supporting others, yeah. but I feel like the fact of the matter is that some factions are in like like you look at space marines and like hurting assault marines, it's like don't they, kick a dog while it's right, down. Like you know? they need everything. Like, I know. If someone's make, got an exploit, if they're like, I can use assault marines <laughs> with like this one trick. I love that. Like <laughs> the, some someone at Games Workshop, like someone's like, oh, I can make a list with these smash captains, and it's like, <laughs> like in Games Workshop, they're like, red alert, someone's using assault marines, and they have to like stop it immediately. You know, like, if someone's abusing like the smash captain, obviously it's a whole thing. Yeah, and you don't want to see a smash captain with a guaranteed zero. Like it's too much. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So do nine inches horizontal. Whatever. Yeah. Um, some some units I'm not upset like Harlequins. Uh, Harlequins I, are interesting. Yeah. I don't want to rag on them because I love the faction. Yeah, but having played against them, they're crazy. It's like yeah, they can move. You know, their transports can move eighteen inches. Yeah. Isn't there one where they can like get out After afterwards? There's a there's an entire. Yeah army trait where they so like, can or no yeah it's a it's a warlord trait yeah. he can get out but and it's a bubble so too it gives like to others advance anyways like they're they're so fast rising crescendo and the last thing they need as well as being like they move a million inches in turn one yeah can advance and still charge yeah and then they can flip over you know it's like they don't need to be able to flip over my screen <laughs> they've had enough <laughs> they've they've moved enough today but, you know, that, that's but tricky. obviously, like, you know, but the the problem is, like, it again, it limits, mm-hmm. like, a really useful ability of assault armies yeah. to um, get over screens, to be mobile, right. to, like, wrap around units, yeah, yeah. Um, to keep them from escaping, like, for, I think Harlequins are probably good enough yeah. as a fact, like, as a book and a faction that they 
they can be okay. Like yeah. you don't need to use every little trick just right. to make it work. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that you but, say that because I feel like that is not the general consensus online. Yeah. Yeah. But I agree with you based yeah. on our experience because, like, right. Harlequins as I've <laughs> seen them are incredible. Yeah. And like, we've yet to have a Harlequins game that went to turn two. Yeah, they just end it. So in, usually they, in they, Harlequins turn in one. Harlequins battle round one. Yeah. yeah, like they 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 make combat so fast. And from a fluff perspective, I think I struggle with the idea that they would be worse at circumventing uh, screening units than other yeah. armies because clearly they're designed right. to like flip over things and yeah. get into things but um, if everyone's getting it it's like then okay they're enough. going to yeah. but like um, but I have a lot of problems with the with the um, the, the fluff of that of, of a unit that has sense. the fly keyword um, needing to go on the ground I mean like it we doesn't were, make any sense th- think about why did Hammer of Wrath exist for Assault Marines in 7th edition? Yeah. If they well, were, we were going in on foot. The, the uh, Space Marine... There was even the rule for it with the, the inter... In, the Inceptors, Inceptors have a rule yeah. about, like, it's called the like, Meteoric Descent. Yeah. Where when they charge from the sky... Yeah. They, like... No, they're meteorically running across right, the ground, they're clearly, George. They're clearly not <laughs> descending, like... On a flat plane. Yeah, like, that's not physics. That's, that's, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't fit with the fluff. Right. It's a bit, it's a bit much. And like, as a, as a solution, again, I feel like we're going on as a solution to the problem they named of exploiting a zero inch charge by being nine inches vertically. Yeah. Eh, it doesn't. Right. That's, that's the problem is so easy. If someone can do it, that problem, my immediate response would be change it to nine inches horizontal. Right. That's it. Done. That's the whole fix. You've literally solved the problem. Make it so that when you come in via deep strike, you have to be nine inches away horizontally from the target. Yeah. Just a straight line. Yeah. And then they, they have to move nine inches to yeah. get into the combat. The end. That's the end. You oh. always have to roll a nine to get into combat. Yeah. Whatever. And that's like, that's the thing. So that's super frustrating. Combined. I mean, I, w- I should say. Yeah. Because somebody listening maybe is already thought. It, that could have a, a negative impact on... Um, a ground unit that wants to charge a unit in a building. But yeah, I'd also have to say like, yes, that's a thing. And that would suck. But how many boards are you playing on where like, no, you can't, unless you're playing like a city fight campaign. Yeah. In which case you're playing narrative. You can adjust the rules. As, yeah, as exactly. You, yeah. You're not who's playing on a board that has so many multi-level ruins that your opponent's going to be like, well, an assault army, huh? I'm going on the third floor right. with every... Like, they can't do it. <laughs> right. You're still, like, right. yes, they're going to be able to protect some of their units by doing that. Yeah. But, you know, that's that's, that's the game. Yeah. I'd rather have that than the situation we have now. Yeah. Where a fly unit now, like, can't go over. Like, right. it's a bit silly. But think about what is exceptionally punishing about this, too, is the fact that who is this hurting? Blood Angels. Who is it not hurting? Guard. Yeah. Who has been hurt by all of this so far? Yeah. Blood Angels. Yeah. Who needed help? Blood Angels. Because yeah. Blood Angels need help from Guard. Guard didn't but need I Blood mean, Angels to help yeah. them. Blood Angels yeah. needed Guard to help them. It hurts. I mean, but you look at, uh, you, again, to think about armies that, yeah. Cause That's just like an example. We shouldn't I mean, be, like, obviously, like, we don't want to be hurting the Guard. No. All. We want to be helping the, it doesn't, this doesn't. It does. I just don't see what it fixes. I don't and like see what for it fixes other either. units with fly, yeah, 
it only hurts flying assault units, which like, you know, wraiths. There's it's still fine. It's a bomber, still fine. Harlequins, like we said, they can, can get still by. Make it work. They can manage you. Um, it definitely hurts. It hurts blood angels. Like it hurts specifically. Blood it hurts blood angels. Um, because all the other fly units, um, you know. They don't care. They no. want it for the movement phase. Right. You know, Tau and um, Skimmers. And yeah, Tau like don't that. care about that. So it's... it's a it's a bummer. I don't think it was a great change. Um, but yeah, that was the last of of the FAQ stuff that was just erratas. Yeah, that was the only one that I saw that I um, thought was really significant. Yeah, the rest of them I think were just wording clarification, little minor things. Yeah, um, things like that. Um, sort of how you declare your shooting. Yeah. Um, having to declare like what you're shooting when you're declaring your target. Yeah, yeah, that. some um, little wording corrections. Like quality there. of life things. Yep. Um were there any erratas in there that jumped out at you? Uh no, not really. Um I looked I'm... through um I know we both printed like the FAQ or the errata pages for the factions we play. Yep. And I've sort of gone through um <laughs> oh, one that one that I mentioned to you yep. um the I don't know I feel like I remember this being in the last one but the Tempestus um, Scion can now take a hotshot las gun las gun and a Vox caster yes. doesn't have to throw away his las gun yeah and um, to throw his gun on the ground yeah not big but if you're a guard player it's like finally yeah I know why did he have to drop his gun? that's um, that's quality of life stuff that, the Ogren yeah. I think this is good the Ogren um slab shield now is just for armor saves yes so it doesn't i know there were some exploits with invulnerable saves yeah um i think involving like celestine mm. um where she gives everything an invuln and then i think that doesn't make sense um yeah it doesn't i'm so, glad they fixed that yeah Og- i think or clarified it, still I awesome because you can still use the slab shield and I think you can still use that psychic barrier yeah. ability. Yeah, you can. Um, and if you, uh, you know, go to If you're in cover, you can get a really good save. Really get, good know, save. No one's really abusing them, but I do think they're a ton of fun. They're and awesome. they can be one of those units that like you can surprise someone yeah. with. Um, yeah, we had a crazy game, uh, just to mention real quick, uh, where Rick... I didn't want to rub it in. I'm, but... I'm not rubbing it in. It's it, Actually, I think all of us, or at least... I was, I was and and Rick was. <laughs> we were all caught off guard by what happened. Uh, our friend Rick, who uh, was experimenting with the new Dark Angels list that he was doing, he ran. I think it was nine or ten. Yeah, I think it um, was ten. Black ten knights. Black Knights at a squad of like f- four, three Bulgrins, three Bulgrins. These guys charged at the Bulgrins. F- first, he fired at them with his plasma. Yeah, and, and I had I like a think, crazy save. Still. Yeah, I you'd psychically augmented them, yeah. and they were in cover. Yeah. And, um, so you were, you, pa- I, you passed almost all your yeah, saves. I basically still had like a three up or Yeah. Something. I think you lost, nuts. I think you suffered a wound on yeah. one and then that's black knights are better at shooting than they are at combat. But yeah. at that point, Rick was desperate. So he charged the Bulgrins yeah. and they ended up just full stop slamming yeah. into these Bulgrins. I think they dragged one down maybe or something combining the shooting and the combat yeah. And then the Bulgrins fought back, killed, I think, three yeah. uh, Black Knights. And then over the course of the rest of the game, just yeah. ground them into nothing. Yeah. It was it was like, insane from to a watch. Flush pers- from it was amazing. A flush yeah. perspective, it was awesome. Yes. Because 
again we're going off topic it's but okay it's the okay. black knights were coming around the flank and yeah. trying to get in among like my tanks and i yeah. saw that and the bulgrins came around and i like to imagine that they're like getting their orders and they're like okay like, yeah, lumbering yeah, yeah, over. yeah and these guys on bikes literally just slam into these huge slab shields yeah and, like the bikes just flying yeah, everywhere right. exploding on the other like, sides of the shields and, and they're just swatting them yeah. and like blowing them up and i love the it idea that so the, after epic. the battle like those guard are like Tre- <laughs> sort of treating them as like loyal dogs you know yeah. like oh g- yeah. good job over yeah. there like and the you- bulgrins are just like so happy yeah they're just they like oh job. we did our job like yeah it's so yeah. they're so it good so cool. um, um so yeah i there's kind of a, a wording one with um the death watch stratagem where they um take where they remove marker lights mm-hmm. i don't know if you remember that yes. um it's uh, called Targeting Scramblers. Uh, it now reads, change the rules, text of the stratagem to read, uh, use the stratagem after an enemy Tau Empire unit that is equipped with one or more marker lights has resolved all attacks in the shooting phase. Select one Death Watch unit from your army and immediately remove all marker light counters from that unit. It's kind of an interesting way that they structured it now because it doesn't mean that the unit that fired... It it doesn't say that it need that unit needs to have been one firing marker lights yeah. at them. Yeah, like they just had to have marker lights. Yeah. It, it's kind of weird. Like yeah. it means, I guess that you can like hold off on actually using targeting scramblers. But at the same time, I think what it was really designed for was so that the unit that's firing with the marker light at least can get its own shots off on that unit before mm-hmm. you can remove the marker lights. Ah, uh, yes. Um, that's yes. what I would assume. Um, so, like, you put a marker light on from that unit, yeah. and then the rest of the unit fires. Benefits from that marker yeah, light. with the benefit. But yeah. then after, that's After gone. that, you can remove it if yeah. you want. But yep. um, That makes sense. Yeah, but it, it, I think it has sort of a weird it is, consequence yeah. that you can then be like, oh, they didn't even shoot a marker light at us, but they had one, so we can yeah. now target scramble. It's just a kind of a weird thing, yeah. but it's not a big deal. I think from I don't think um, I flipped through the Space Marines one. There really wasn't much in there. Yeah, the Necron ones again. It was the the change to race that we touched on. Yep. Um, there was a slight change to the Eternity Gate ability. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, what what is the change with that? That one honestly, it just says set up the unit so that it is wholly within three inches of the monolith and more than one inch from enemy models. Mm-hmm. It counts as having disembarked from a transport. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the original wording was, mm-hmm. but reading that. That's how I thought it was anyway. Yeah. Um, and the only... It's literally the same exact change to Night Scythe invasion beams. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, you know, that's big because so many people are using Night Scythes and monoliths <laughs> now. Yeah. But that's it. Um, yeah, that's I it think that is pretty much I it. I didn't even... Guys, I didn't even print the Grey Knights one because... The, why? Yeah. I'm you not, don't play Grey Knights. No one's playing them. We don't <laughs> no need to know what the rat is. Yeah. Um... I was kind of bummed. I this always this is like a pet peeve, but yeah. I'm always a little miffed when um any of the facts come out for Errata's come out for Admech and it's always just about knights. It's yeah. like I'm always like, "Oh, what changes?" It's just a page of knights. Yeah. And I'm like, "I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't use knights in my Admech." So it just doesn't mean anything. But anyway, yeah, that's that's it. Um that's it. pretty much for that. Yeah. So I hope that was Oh, they did. Sorry, just one quick thing that um the officio assassinorum they added a little oh, yeah. thing so that if you take a vanguard detachment with them you don't have to take an hq choice yeah um 
and weird one. It's kind of a weird one because would have rather seen just being able to tank one <laughs> right. with no benefit so or penalty. What but, that means okay. is that the um, Aphisiosasnorm does uh, sort of a bundle. It, it would seem where they they allow you to take the temple will let you take uh, three for the price of none, yeah. but one for the price of one. Yeah. So uh, it's sort of a, maybe a Sam's or a, a big yeah. lot sort of situation. I mean, um, it's it's cool. I, we shouldn't rang on it. No, cool. no, it's better than it go. was. Better than it was. And okay. I'm sure that Still weird. we'll see something in the future that's yeah. more for them. Yeah. Um, once they get a agents <laughs> like of an, Imperium yeah. or yeah. whatever we get for them. Yeah. But uh, it's a it's sort of a fix for now for some people. Yeah, for people who people want to who take use like that four assassination of force sort of thing, whatever it was called. Um, yeah, something like execution that. Execution force. Execution force, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so that's it. Uh, I hope... This was entertaining. I hope we had some opinions you guys found interesting about these uh, these changes. Yeah. And uh, if any of you are Games Workshop employees, uh, yeah. please immediately take this to your supervisor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very important, and and it's it's so it's so important that you just bring this to yeah. someone uh, immediately. Oh. Um, I hope that these things that we talked about are taken into consideration. I know they're listening. Um, the way that they respond to things is sometimes curious. Yeah. But but at least they are responding. It's a response. And, and it's in a relatively you know, timely fashion. Yeah. And they did they got this one out. They said September. It's out in September. Oh, I'm not upset it's about It's not how like long the last took. one where it was you know, ended up delayed. Yeah. Um so it's very cool. And even if it were, you know, I'm just not the they're handling things at a pace that's so much faster it's than still they ever fast did. Before, it's yeah. like I and compared- well, I say that more because I think, you know, they. I think even last time where they put it out, they said March, it came yeah. out in April, yeah. and obviously people are like, there's, you know, tournaments, I'm building my list, whatever, like, yeah. I, I need to know. And I think so, even the fact that they now were like, we said September, it's out in September. Yeah, it's great. That shows that, you know, they heard that feedback. And right, like, okay, they care about that we, enough, yeah. You know, we said one thing, we did another. Obviously, yeah. they aren't always going to be able to do that, but, right. you know, cool. Yeah, there's definitely. I know whenever rules changes come out, it's like you can read them and you could be like, oh, "This is so frustrating." I, right. I put money and time into this, but yeah. um, I do think they're at least trying. to I fix think they're things, trying, yeah. and I think if we send, if we do, you know, we talk about it, we send them emails and yeah. all this, just being like, "Hey, this is my experience." Yeah, you know, it's not tournament stuff. Exactly. But, you yeah, know, yeah. Have, have a think about. They it. certainly didn't lose a fan in me because of no. this. I mean, like they're making changes and they're trying and that's yeah. as much as you can ask yeah. of them. And we can just, the, what we can try to do now is just contribute as much valuable yeah. input to them as, as and possible. And test the changes. So yeah, exactly. We, you know. And if you guys, please like whoever's listening, feel free to, to yeah. message us on the discord or something if, Definitely. or send us a message anywhere on, a, a, on any of the social media that um, if you have experiences that you'd like to share mm-hmm. regarding any or if rules like changes what we've been or, saying is insane if you've heard yeah if, if you've heard what anything. i'm saying and they're like you're totally missing this interaction yeah please tell me because you know obviously I play we a just handful of know. armies but um you know there's so many factions i don't know their stratagems and all that so yeah there may be something i'm saying this doesn't make any sense right. it should be this way and it totally shouldn't so. yeah so please <laughs> like let us know if there's anything that you know that we clearly yeah. don't or whatever yeah. but anyway we like to hear from you yes we we love the interaction so, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, this was another uh, wonderful podcast episode of Grimdark Tales. 
And uh, hopefully we will be back real soon and uh, you'll be hearing from us again if you so choose. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. Signing off. See you guys later. Bye.